Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And my very special guest tonight is Sonaljit Mukherjee. Sonaljit is a rising star and an independent artist in the genre of New Age music. He released his first New Age album this year on June of 2013. It's called Dreaming the Afterlife. Before I introduce Sonaljit, here is a piano solo from his debut album. It's called Waiting for Love.
And you have been listening to Waiting for Love, a piano solo from the debut album by Sonaljit Mukherjee called, called Dreaming the Afterlife. Sonaljit, I want to thank you for being here today. Um, are you on the line there? I think I see you there. Hello. Hi. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Um, I just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be here today. And um, Sonaljit, I just wanted to ask you a question. You are a yep. self-taught musician. And yes. I think I find that fascinating. And I'm just wondering, how did you find music? Uh, how did you become a musician? Well, the thing is that I'm originally from academic background. Uh, that is, I uh, did my uh, engineering degree from India. But uh, when it comes to passion, uh, I was influenced to work on music uh, after seeing my dad. Because in his time, my, my dad used to be a singer and a songwriter, and he made quite an attempt to um, move into the music industry. And I used to watch him work on, you know, uh, with different musicians, composers, and then audio engineers in the studio. And then looking at him working on a music, uh, creating an amazing work of art, which is what prepared me to uh, work on music. Mm-hmm. And, and, then and I also... Origin- oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm originally a singer. I, I mean... Right. And I know you're going to be, um, and you graciously offered later in the show um, to maybe sing, because uh, your your first album, your debut album, is um, an, in, it's instrumental only, um, yes. and it's phenomenal. And I'm I'm so excited because everyone who's listening um, is going to hear your entire album tonight, which is a really special treat. Um, and then in addition to that, you're also an incredible singer. So. Um, a little bit later, you. you're gonna you you offered to sing um, just a little bit for us, so people can actually hear your voice too. But but you said that you so you started out as a singer. Yeah. And and so the um and so also you I noticed that you said in in your bio that some of your influences are Yanni and Kitaro and Vangelis, and I have to tell you that these are some of the artists that I loved growing up, and I even played on the piano myself or attempted to anyway. And so I'm wondering what inspires you about those particular artists. And I think, oh, um, and Sonaldi is going to, he's calling in again from his landline, I think. So um, until we have Sonaldi on the phone here, I'm going to read a little bit of his background. Let me see if this is Sonaldi on the phone. Um, Sonaldi, are you there? Yes, I'm there. Oh, hi. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear you. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry so, about that. So we, I, I oh, just no, that's okay. I my Skype and, and then I, I thought to call from, from my phone. Okay. Um, So we were talking about how you started out as a singer. And so I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about that. Um, What was that like for you? Yes. So so the thing is that, I I mean, so so actually I was originally influenced to work on music after seeing seeing my um, uh, dad. And then... And, and then when it comes to music, I originally started as a singer. That is when I was in the college days in India. I used to mm-hmm. take part in um, 
Oh, actually, so things I used to take part in different uh, cultural shows and then music sh- shows, particularly as a vocalist. But later on, I felt the need to add instrumental backing to a certain song because when you add instrumental backing to a song, you can change its its mood, or maybe or or, or even you can change its uh, so even you can increase its uh, melody by uh, so so yeah. Mm. And also, it just evokes. Um, what I love about your music is that it evokes so much feeling, and so much emotion, and so much that I think is yes. is so challenging for so many of us to express um, in in yeah, other right. ways. And that's right. that's what's so um, cathartic about music. And then also, um, I, I remember um, we we briefly touched on this, but I'm still curious. Um, you, I remember you reading in your bio that you said some of your influences are Yanni and. Kataro yes, and Vangelis, absolutely. and I'm I'm wondering. Um, I mean, first of all, I mean Yanni alone. Um, well, Vangelis for that matter too. I mean, didn't isn't Vangelis the one who wrote the uh, the soundtrack to? Um, I forget the name uh, of that movie yeah, now, but yeah. that, that, anyway, that's it's really famous movie. <laughs> um, yeah, but so I'm wondering. Oh, chariots of fire! Thank you. Yes, I mean. Right. Yeah. That is, I heard Academy that, that. Academy Award for that for that composition, actually. Wow. Yeah, it's an amazing song. Yeah. And it's just, and then in Yanni, fact, the of course. That I had, uh, yeah, in fact, the first track that I heard uh, from, from Bengalis was, was Chariots of Fire. Wow. And, uh, and it felt, felt quite amazing. And, and, uh, and you know, then, then even Yanni's music and, and, uh, and then also Kitaro's music. I mean, mm-hmm. so, so the thing is that all this music are, are in fact, so, so, so much captivating. Yeah. That, that you know, I completely fell, fell in love with you. You know, and then I completely fell, fell in uh, the. So, so, so it's like I was completely captivated by, by, by all these compositions, and then mm-hmm. and and then later on, I, I I actually started working on on this kind of music, which is called uh, um, I mean, which is which is called uh, new, new age music. Mm. So, 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 yes. Yeah. And this is, and so we're going to be playing another track. Um, this is actually the first track off your album, um, and yes. it's called Dreaming the, um, "Dreaming the Afterlife." And this has an amazing yeah. story behind it. Um, and I so um, so so, and also and, well, and so I was wondering if you could share this the story behind this next track that's coming up, um, "Dreaming the Afterlife." Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So actually, what what happened was this: that I was living in Massachusetts, and I was sharing an apartment with uh, with a few of my friends from India. And then, uh, so so thing is that one of my friends, uh, his name is Anshuman. He used to 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 say to me that he had, I mean, while being asleep, he had experienced a lot many times uh, what what we call as um, lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. And initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so things initially when, when I heard him, I, I, I uh, so, so things. So initially when I heard him talk about lucid dreaming, I, I uh, actually, I, 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 I mean, so, so, so things that I was quite, quite interesting to. So, so, so actually, I was quite, quite interested to, you know, uh, uh, I mean, um, uh, read about that. So I referred mm-hmm. to uh, Google and then different articles on on lucid dreaming, and then I came mm-hmm. to know is that. It, it, it's it, it's actually a kind of dreaming in which the person knows inside the dream mm-hmm. uh, that he is dreaming, or in other words, it's something like waking up inside your own dream, mm-hmm. and that's an amazing feeling, mm-hmm. and it, and it can be quite 
fascinating because it, it actually occurs in a certain phase of the sleep, which is known as REM sleep or uh, uh, rapid eye movement sleep. In mm -hmm. this phase of sleep, the, the, so it's like in, in this phase of sleep, the body is paralyzed, but the mind is awake. And what the mind does is that it creates a virtual world, mm -hmm. which we know mm -hmm. as the you know, a dream world. So yeah, so so the thing is that in in those days I, I um, so it's like I um, started to practice on uh, on lucid dreaming. Mm -hmm. I mean I won't say I quite mastered the art of lucid dreaming, but in the process mm -hmm. I had some amazing dreams with, which I could remember clearly. I mean one mm -hmm. advantage of of I mean um, so, so things that one advantage of trying to practice lucid dreaming is that you can remember your dreams much more clearly and much more vividly because your brain becomes much more active when you're dreaming mm -hmm. uh, than before. So it mm -hmm. was one among those dreams that I saw was that I was uh, standing on a hill or, or or maybe on a mountain and and, and, uh, and then I was looking into the horizon and I could see a distant star and then there was this planet. Which is which is all surrounded by clouds everywhere. Mm. And the strange thing about that that dream was that I I uh, so I remember saying to myself in my dream that this is an an uh, so so so, 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 so uh, the, the things that I, I I kind of remember saying to my myself in my dream that that this is mm. something that I'm going to see for for, for real in the afterlife. Mm. Wow. And and then wow. what, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so things that uh, and, and then that star exploded. Uh, it is probably some sort of supernova explosion. Wow. I mean, I don't know mm -hmm. but, because I haven't seen a supernova explosion. Nobody has. But but it actually seemed like one. And then mm -hmm. I think a few minutes later I woke up. But even after waking up, I was completely captivated by the ambience of the dream. And then, as days passed by, I realized that I was attending to yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so it's like as days passed by, I realized that I was attending to to, uh, to, to, to and so so and, and I, yeah, so so, so the uh, uh, thing is that I um, yeah, that one 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 day I hello. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so and uh, and then I, I uh, so things that actually one one, one day I, uh, I I thought that I had this amazing dream. Why not make make a an instrumental composition out of the dream, wow. or, or or maybe mm -hmm. you know why not compose something uh, with the help of which I can feel the essence of the dream. So I started mm -hmm. working on on uh, this particular composition called Dreaming the Afterlife. Mm, and we're going to play and that then, now. No. Oh, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Yes, yes. You were going to say something else. No, no. I mean that's it. So, 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 so you know, pretty much. Uh, so, so, so actually, this is what, what what happened. This is what what actually prepared me to, towards working on 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 the on, on, on the on album. This, you know, on this. Uh, yes. Wow, on the whole yeah. album. Um, so we're going to play "Dreaming the Afterlife" now, which is. Uh, the title track off the album, Dreaming the Afterlife. Yes. 
and yeah. um, just incredibly beautiful. And I love how you say you talk about waking up inside of a dream because isn't that kind of how life feels? Yeah. Like it, it feels like you're waking up inside of a dream. So <laughs> okay. hopefully. Yeah. Um, here we go. This is Dreaming right. Afterlife. Great. Thank you. Thank you.
you've been listening to the title track from the album Dreaming the Afterlife, and that is the song Dreaming the Afterlife um, by Sonaljit Mukherjee. This is his debut album in the New Age category, and I am so grateful to have you here tonight, Sonaljit. And um, we are next going to be playing um, a recall before silence, and um, I was wondering if you could uh, share... Um, some of the story behind this. And also, this is such a beautiful, as you described, these are your words, I believe, um, such a beautiful symphonic orchestral flavor. And what I love about your music is that you yeah. you do um, these beautiful orchestrations, um, and it's just it just it's just so amazing to me that you're self-taught. I'm well, gonna I, I would like to know how you do this. Um, uh, but we uh, we can maybe get into yeah. that later. But um, and then you also do these these piano solos, which we did play one in the beginning, and we're going to play some more. But um, could you tell us about a recall before silence? Right. So, so things that I prefer relating my composition or my music to a certain imagination, a mood, a story, or maybe a dream or a special event that has happened in the past. Or just a feeling, you know, like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. uh, this composition, uh, Recall Before Silence, so um, this music is about the thoughts of a person uh, in his deathbed who has mm-hmm. lived a life with his friends, his family, and his beloved ones with whom he had known and loved. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, awaiting death now. And he knows that his heart is about to stop beating. So mm-hmm. anticipating that there is only a little while left before the light gets flipped out, he makes an attempt to recall back the memories of his life involving his family, friends, and well-wishers. So I composed this music in uh, different phases following his feelings prior to his death. And I'm going to describe that uh, next. So it goes... So so actually it uh, goes something like this. The sound of rainfall and a feebly beating heart of a man in his deathbed a blank mind far away from the mundane world, awaiting the eternal silence to come. And then a sudden spark of a sweet memory ignites his senses and urges him to recall. He attempts to unravel the memories from the deepest corners of his mind, including the ones he had known and loved. And slowly, the sweet nectar keeps flowing in. And then he's immersed in the ocean of his memories, and he hopes he can live for a little longer. To cherish it. But when the time comes to die, when nature calls for, for our lives, no matter how hard we try, we, 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 we just can't. So we, we succumb to the forces of nature. So mm-hmm. he feels sudden excruciating pain in his chest, and his brain slowly tends to shut down. And, and finally, the castle of memories he had built in his mind of the ones he had known and loved, that castle completely falls apart, it crumbles down, and the mind goes blank. And in the end, the sound of rainfall fading away, Mm. and a feebly beating heart slowing down and down and down, and then the lights out. Oh, that's beautiful. uh, It It almost sounds like a poem in itself right there. Um, (laughs) And of course, (laughs) and your music is um, just um, beyond beyond poetry. Um, So we're going to play this track now. It's called A Recall Before Silence.
beautiful. Um, <laughs> well, even even though that may be the end, it was just what a beautiful um, <laughs> way to go out, and what a beautiful recall. Um, you've been listening. <laughs> you've been listening to. I, I still want to ask you um, how you yes. how you do what you do. Um, maybe uh, <laughs> I, I just I'm just so curious. <laughs> um, um, but um, so the next track that we're going to be playing yeah. and um, is actually inspired by a certain genre of Bengali folk songs. Am I saying that correctly, Bengali? Yes, sure. And I was wondering, so it's called River Endless, and then how do you say the other, the original name? Yeah, it's called Nodi Antohin. Mm. So in Bengali, uh, Nodi stands for a river, and Antohin stands for endless. So I named the song River Endless. Mm. So, uh, so actually this music is um, inspired from a certain genre of Bengali folk songs, which are known as Patiali songs. And <laughs> so these Patiali songs are usually written about the lives of boatmen or fishermen, mm. uh, called Maji in Bengali. So, so, so what happens is this, that uh, these boatmen spend their lives fishing in uh, river waters. And these and, and this particular genre of songs usually depict the hardships that they have to face in their lives. And often the lyrics of these songs emphasize on the concern of their beloved ones while they row their boats against the waves and tides because uh, it's a dangerous work. The, the word bhartiyari is actually... Um, so, so, so the origin of the word bhartiyari comes from another word called bhata, which means mm-hmm. head tight in Bengali. Mm-hmm. But however, my objective behind this composition was was to create. I mean, my my objective behind creating the, the, the you know the, this instrumental composition was to give the feeling of a bliss, rather mm-hmm. not distress. Mm-hmm. And for making this music, I you know I kind of imagined myself sitting on a boat in an endless river at night time <laughs> with ripples passing by one after the other. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to think of a music that would aptly fit in with such an environment. And then this mm. was the result. Mm. So And I can just picture yeah, so, you in um oh in India. Um now where are you from in like, India? Are you from what I'm part from of Kolkata. India? Oh okay. I'm from Kolkata. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um so so this is so this next track is called I'm gonna say the English version because I don't I'm not sure I can pronounce the Bengali version. Okay. <laughs> um River okay, Endless. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it. Um, River Endless. And um, so here's just another gorgeous track from um, the album Dreaming the Afterlife. And hang on, let me pull this up here. Um, Let's see. You know what, actually? I'm so sorry. I'm not sure I have this on here. Okay, we're going to come back to that one for some reason. Oh, here it is. I see it. It's right here. Here's River Endless. (laughs) Great.
And you've been listening to the track River Endless from the album Dreaming the Afterlife by Sonaljit Mukherjee. This is his debut album, and we are so blessed to have him in the studio with us tonight. And um, Sonaljit, I wanted to ask you, um, you actually have a number of piano solos on your album, including the one that we played at the beginning of the show. Um, That was called Waiting for Love, and that was inspired by your father. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, could you uh, could you tell us more about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, waiting for love. This music is presented in uh, two different styles in my album. One is a piano solo, and the other one is with a string ensemble, like violins, cellos, and then you also have drums, bass, piano, flute, and acoustic guitar, and some mm-hmm. some other electronic sounds. So. All these sounds were actually played and recorded through my keyboard in my home studio. Mm. And the reason for giving a piano solo version is to give a more rela- relaxing feel to, to, mm. uh, to, to the music. Because when it comes to new age music, some listeners, write, uh, you, you know, it's like um, some listeners uh, are more kind of. Uh, uh, so, so things that because in uh, new age music some listeners like kind of rich orchestrations as in contemporary mm. instrumentals mm-hmm. and then some listeners are more into relaxing solo instrumental music yes that's true so yeah so uh, um, this composition is is actually influenced from a Bengali song uh, which is written by my uh, uh, dad many years ago when mm. when he used, to, he, he used to be a singer and, and songwriter trying to make a move wow. into the Bengali music industry mm-hmm. and uh, uh, so, so so actually the uh, lyrics that he wrote in Bengali I translated that to English and I'm, uh, and I'm saying that here <clears throat> mm-hmm. so, so it's um, so it's um, something like this she was a woman like any other she came to me and wrapped me with the aura of love for a while it seemed like heaven, but then she was gone, living behind pain, anguish, and unanswered questions. But still, but still to this day, I could not forget her. I saw the light of love in her eyes and thought they would be the guiding stars for the rest of my life. But I was wrong. I looked at her smiles and presumed that they were imbued with affection, but, but they were just smiles, nothing more. But still, to this day, I could not forget her. Yeah, it's mm. um, beautiful. So, uh, so, yeah. And and, and you. your father wrote that you said. Yes, my mm. uh, yeah, right yes. Mm-hmm. And before we play, so 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 just to be clear with our audience, we first played in the very beginning. That was the piano solo version of "Waiting for Love," and now we're actually going to play the orchestrated version of "Waiting for Love." Um, but first, Sonalji, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about your dad. You said that he also was a singer and musician as well. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So, so, and, so, so actually, the. Uh, Yes. Yeah, so, so the, uh, um, uh, the uh, so actually the paragraph above is, a, I mean, you know, which I just said, said it's, it's actually an, an English translation of a romantic Bengali mm. song that was part of his album when he tried to oh. release it in, uh, you know, in the Bengali music industry. But I see. Unfortunately, okay. yes. Yeah, so unfortunately, that song never came to life until now in the form okay. of, uh, the, you know, the, this composition. Mm, perfect. Well, and here you go. And it just—it's interesting how things play out sometimes. Um, but it did come to life. 
um, through you. Yes. So uh, here we go. Here is the orchestrated version of Waiting for Love.
Mm, that's beautiful. And um, Sonaljit, I am so curious. Um, we're going to be playing another one of your um, piano solos here. Um, I recall before silence the piano solo version. Sure. But I am I am yeah. very curious. Um, uh, well, first of all, I'd like to know if you could explain the difference. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but um, what is the difference or the experience for you between playing an orchestrated version of one of your songs versus playing a stripped-down version? Um, right. And then out of that, I'm, yeah. I'm curious so, how, you, how you compose. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> so, w- 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 the orchestrated version is, I mean, so for, 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 for me, the orchestrated version is actually more kind of energetic, uh, mm-hmm. and then but the piano mm-hmm. solo is more about. Uh, I mean, so, so actually the, uh, the piano solo is more about relaxation. Both mm-hmm. versions provide okay. kind of the uh, same concept of the same feeling about a particular composition, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and, 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 when it comes go ahead. Here, go ahead. It's okay. You can ask. Well, I'm just when you use the word energetic, um, do you just mean like more upbeat, or do you mean like a difference actually in energetics? Like so, so my so then this leads to my question of how actually do you compose? Are you are you consciously? Does it just? <laughs> I guess this is the question we all we all want to know for anyone who's yeah. who's self taught um, or or at least I want to know. Does it? Does the music just come through you? Are you are you consciously? planning it, what you're going to play, or does it just come through you? Or <laughs> Right. So, so the thing is that, uh, actually, one of my preferences while composing is to, um, you know, is to provide listeners with a particular tune as part of the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, so it's like, uh, it's to provide listeners with a certain tune that they can sing after listening to the music. And especially okay. because I like to do that myself, because I was originally a singer. For for instance, you know, for for example, the, the, so it's like the, there are many different music pieces uh, that contain, uh, you know, uh, a lot of instrumental improvisations, but not mm-hmm. a particular or not one specific tune. Mm-hmm. In contrast to okay. that, so so in con in contrast to that, there are different songs and instrumentals which contain a certain lead tune which is being played by say a piano or a flute or a violin or any particular instrument and then and, and then also it has got instrumental accompaniment and okay. i prefer composing that way so okay so i so i want to make sure i am understanding what you're saying are you saying that you did you use the word theme like you use a theme is that yes. what you mean okay so you okay yeah. so you have a theme in your head is that where the music comes from originally is is from this theme and then you build it around that. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. You're right. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, that's that's fascinating. And so then, um, and that's I just I'm so I'm also curious. Um, I guess I mean there's so many questions I could ask you about this composing, but sure. I guess that that kind of answers yeah. like the basic one because I didn't even know that. So yeah. does the theme does it come to you all at once? Is it like an inspiration, or does it slowly? Is it something slowly that, you know, kind of builds or comes to you in pieces, or? Yeah, I think it. So, so, so in this, I think it kind of slowly builds up. I mean, at first mm-hmm. I try thinking okay. of a certain tune, and then I try to play that tune on the piano, and then mm-hmm. I try to think, you know, it's like what 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 
other instruments can I add into this tune to make it sound more rich or more mm-hmm. arranging, you know, mm-hmm. or more orchestration. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so it's like, even though I'm particularly inclined towards the piano, but I prefer, you know, it's like, I kind of prefer using different instrumental sounds and effects together into one single mm-hmm. track, along with the piano. Mm-hmm. I'm also quite inclined to orchestral string instruments like um, um, viola and then also cello. And, mm-hmm. and then also I'm quite inclined to wind instruments, you know, like flute instruments from... Um, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Because they all inclination oh, towards, towards uh, symphonic orchestral music, mm, but particularly yes. cinematic orchestral music, and I prefer making oh. my, my my compositions that way. Cinematic orchestral music. Hopefully, yes. I'm saying that correctly. And so this is okay. Yes. This is very interesting. So then, do you actually have like um? Now, are you thinking like in terms of? I mean, I can I can absolutely see you composing for movies. That's kind of a no-brainer. Um, but I'm, do you actually see like a movie in the background while you're composing as well, or is it more just like that's the energy of it or the feeling of it? Well, in some cases, I kind of imagine. So it's like in actually in in. So the thing is that in some cases I kind of imagine a movie being played or mm-hmm. some incident you know, which is happening. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, in the case of Recall Before Silence, I've imagined mm-hmm. a you know, person on his deathbed and, and then he's trying to, to uh, think and then recall back his, you know, his um, yeah. Right. So and then now, so we're gonna play. Now we didn't already play this, did we? We're gonna we're gonna play. Did we just play the piano solo from Recall for for, for Silence, or are we gonna do that? I can't. I'm so sorry. Are we? Did we just play that or no? We just played it, right? Uh, no, 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 no. We haven't played uh, it yet. Okay, so yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah, play. Right, so. so we're gonna play a Recall Before Silence. Now this is the piano uh, solo version. And is there anything else that you want to add to this? Um, like any anything that you want to add to it before we play this? Uh, anything, as in yes. Yeah, so, so, so actually, this music is more about relaxation, and then you know, okay. and, uh, uh, yeah, and then the version that you've heard before, it, 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 it's kind of more kind of energetic, or or rather, I would, uh, or I think I would say, say it's kind of more uh, uh, dramatic. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we're going to play a recall before silence. And I just want to say that, um, I just, I think it's an amazing gift to be able to, um, so I have one more question really quickly before we play this. How do you know all the instruments? Um, how do you know what instruments to add in again? Is that just like an instinct, like a gut feeling or do you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you know to layer all those different types of instruments in? I think it kind of com- comes to me by, by uh, uh, yes. So, so things that it kind of comes to me by, by instinct, I think. Okay. But, but also, it's based on my, my experience on listening to uh, so, so, so things that I've heard several other different compositions, and then from those right. compositions, I try to improvise. That you, you, you know, uh. what, what 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 does what does one particular instrument? Uh, I mean, uh, you, you know, it's like what what does one particular instrument sound like? 
what are the different mm-hmm. articulations of, of, of one instrument. Mm-hmm. For instance, the piano, or then the guitars, you know, other string ensembles for uh, mm-hmm. cello and violin and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So they have like different sounds to them and different intonations yep. Yep. and. Um, so right. I heard you say right. that, okay, okay. So the piano, and of course it's instinct, of course, um, because not everyone can do this. Um, but yeah. I heard you say that the piano is, is your favorite or one of your favorites? Yes. My, my, so so mm-hmm. the piano is my, my, my uh, favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so on that note, um, we're going to play the piano solo of A Recall Before Silence. Great. Thank you. Thank you.
Mm, beautiful. You've been listening to the piano solo version of a recall before silence. Um, this is from the debut album by Sonaljit Mukhajir, and his album is called Dreaming the Afterlife. You're getting to hear the entire album here um, tonight, which is a really special treat. And um, actually, the next track that's coming up is called The Road to Limelight. And um, Sonaljit, I know that the, the path of being an artist and a musician can be a challenging one. Um, and yes, and so I'm wondering, and, and so your track, The Road to Limelight, explores this journey. And I was wondering if you could tell us more about this song and also the journey of both you and, and maybe your father as well, if you feel like it. Yeah, sure. So actually this music has a long history. The uh, origin of, uh, of this music was, uh, I mean, it kind of happened uh, around four, four years ago in 2009 when I was struggling for a job right after my graduation in India. And when I got a job, it felt that all the struggle that I went through during my, you know, my college years in India, it's like all my struggle had finally paid off. And then I thought to make a music that could be able to depict the, you know, something like the face of, of that struggle for achieving mm. success. And um, mm. so it's like at first I, so actually at first I named it, uh, I mean, so, so, so things that uh, at first I've named it um, darkness and limelight. And mm. the word limelight mm. represents success or, or recognition in this, con mm. in this uh, context. I added this word particularly after being inspired from from, from, from one, one among Charlie Chaplin's classic movies called mm. uh, Limelight. Hmm. And uh, part of the reason behind adding this word was that somehow I could relate some characters of that movie with my dad, uh, who is a singer and, and uh, so, uh, who, so actually who is a singer and uh, songwriter. And, 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 he, and he, he actually, uh, so, so things that he has, so it's like he had to struggle quite a lot to, to enter into mm -hmm. the uh, into the Bengali music industry. Okay. Uh, and and then and then again later on I changed the name to the Road to Limelight, and mm -hmm. and then I've recorded the instrumental sounds using my keyboard and also with with better recording equipments in my mm -hmm. home studio. Wow. So this music portrays. Uh, so the thing is that uh, this music portrays the struggle and pain of an artist, and I made this mm -hmm. music in uh, different phases. So at first, uh, there's a realization of creativity and potential, and then comes determination, and eventually the phase of struggle begins. However, not always struggle and success walk hand in hand, and the artist experiences failure, and a phase of depression and hopelessness follow. However, Determination gets back in command, and he works even harder. He struggles even harder. And finally, all the hard work and sweat pays off, and he sees success or recognition. Mm -hmm. Or in this music, he, he sees limelight. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. And it's, I mean, it, it is, and I know I heard you saying um, that it's, it's not everyone can necessarily understand um, 
the sort of the pain and the struggle to um, yeah, when you are and when you are a, such a gifted yeah. musician and and especially also I want people to understand that um, your entire album was produced in your home studio, including the yes. composing, orchestration, recording, and mastering. And and you actually did this yes. um, when you reached the states. Is that correct? You you compo- you put this all together um, here. Is that right? Like right. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. And and just so so people are, so people understand, um, I actually think this is impressive too. But you are a graduate student, is that right? In is it oceanography uh, or? Yes, I'm a graduate student in oceanography. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's just so fascinating. I, I, like I had to find out some um, uh, time out of my studies to you know make music and then mm. come up with an album. So mm. yeah, it's an amazing kind of, uh, album. Well, it's interesting because there's definitely, I mean, I do think that that musicians um, are, it is a gift to be a musician and yet um, to have a background in in science and physics too, it does, it can lend to, um, I don't know, there's an intelligence there that I'm sure helps and translates into uh, creating music, or at least I can only imagine. Um, but uh, um, we are going to now play the track "The Road to Limelight," um, which depicts this um, the challenge and the struggle, and also um, the uh, the the success. Hopefully, that can also come with with being an artist and um, just the journey the journey of being an artist. So here we go. This is the road to limelight.
You've been listening to the album Dreaming the Afterlife by New Age artist Sonaljit Mukherjee, and that was the track The Road to Limelight. And um, so we have just um, actually two more tracks here, and also Sonaljit is going to, um, he's graciously offered to um, sing a little bit for us as well. So um, I wanted to ask you, Sonaljit, um, could you tell us, that was yep. beautiful, by the way, um, The Road to Limelight, just incredible. Um, and I and I have to tell you, I there was something I was going to ask you, and I, it has escaped my mind, but maybe it will come to me before right. the end of this. But um, but it's interesting because I, I can hear um, uh, influence of Yanni, and it's um, just he's one of my favorites. So it's just, but of course you you are your own artist too. But yes. I just I love yep. I love that. It's interesting because in um, I, I come from a background in literature, and um, they always say that you know you learn how to write by reading other writers, and I I'm, I'm, can only assume that the same is true here um that of course there's yeah, the gift like part that. of it too yeah just yeah some you're all somewhat like that um oh i think i just remembered my question and oh i know it wasn't a question it was more of just a comment um i know that um people might be wondering um you know um because my show is on wellness and health however for me actually a couple things on that note um i use I tend to write and work to new age music a lot. Um, I also, I play the piano myself and it's one of my favorite categories. And um, I just, I grew up playing this music and I just absolutely love it. But it's, I find it very, I heard you saying in another interview, it's, it's very meditative and um, I find it very healing and meditative. And it also does help you to process your feelings. Um, And again, kind of what we were talking about earlier, it's, I'm just grateful that you have put your music out there and have, you know, have the courage to and the, and the gifts to put it out there because it does help other people and I'm one of those people. So I just wanted to thank you for that and it is it just, you know, it's a gift to have it out there. So oh, sure. um, thank you very much. <laughs> um so so the next track is called Colors of the World and um Yes, and I was wondering, I think this is a beautiful story. Could you tell us about your inspiring track, Colors of the World? What inspired you to write this? Right. Or compose. So in <laughs> a simple words, yeah. <clears throat> so in simple words, I wanted to compose a music to which people can, you know, dance. Mm. But when I gave it a thought, it seemed kind of tough because New age music is more about relaxation, and um, so, so particularly, so particularly new, new age music is more about relaxation and meditation, right? Mm-hmm. So I tried to make a music that you, you know. I mean, I'm not sure if I succeeded in this, but I tried to make a music that would represent both. I mean, both relaxation mm-hmm. or as well as a little bit of dancing. <clears throat> so for mm-hmm. this <clears throat> composition, I imagined um, stage floating in the sky. I mean, a performance stage or something. <laughs> it's visible <laughs> from every corner of our planet, and people mm. from different cultural origins in different dresses and costumes are dancing to a music together on that world stage. And I wondered what would such a music be like, which can aptly, mm-hmm. you know, which can just aptly fit into that scenario. So eventually, I worked on this, and then I came up with this particular instrument, which is called Colors of the World. And in order to compose this 
instrumental. I used a wide variety of plucked board, wind, and also percussion instruments in this music. And uh, and I would just like to mention uh, a few few ones that uh, that I used. So, so the notable mm-hmm. ones are the Japanese plucked instrument called koto. And also mm-hmm. I've used Armenian duduk flute, Japanese shakuhachi flute, Indian basuri flute. Uh, among the plucked instruments, I used uh, European hammer dulcimer and also Indian santur plucked instrument. And among the board instruments, I used the, the sounds of ensemble violin and uh, 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 also cello. I used mm-hmm. uh, electric piano sound and also the sound of bass guitar. And for percussion sounds, I used... Uh, 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 and, uh, and then for, for and then also for uh, uh, percussion sounds, I use the uh, uh, Peruvian cajon, uh, wow. which is the percussion instrument. Wow! Uh, so, so I use that, that instrumental sound for for, for you, ju- ju- just the uh, uh, basic beat patterns. But for additional percussion, I have used frame drums from India and also uh, from uh, Mongolia. Also, I've used tambourine, shakers, chimes, Australian clap sticks. And stuff. Wow. So the, the thing is that so so, so, it's, so it's like the uh, uh, basic concept behind this composition is that different instruments from different cultural origins all over the world provide colors to this music. Hence the name mm. "Colors of the World." Mm. I just love that, and I just I love that you use instruments from all over the world. And I also love how you mentioned the world stage. Um, I just think yep. it's so important to develop that awareness. I think we all need to develop more of an awareness of, you know, that we're all, um, you know, here and uh, and get to know one each other better. Did I say that correctly? Right. Get to know one another better. And um, yeah. all the different, you know, the, the, yeah, the multiculturalism and um, and just, and really, just so I'm just grateful. We are one. Yes, I yes, absolutely. We are just one. So. I just, I love that and it's so true and I appreciate you saying that and, um, the more I think about that and the more I live it, the more I realize that that is very true. So um, so here is um, the inspiring track, uh, The Colors of the World.
And you've been listening to the track Colors of the World from the album, the debut album, Dreaming the Afterlife by independent artist Sonaljit Mukherjee. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, so Sonaljit, I just wanted to, I know that you um, you started as a singer and um, you graciously offered um, or agreed, I should say you didn't offer, you agreed to sing a few notes for us tonight and yeah, okay. I'm wondering if you're if you're still up for that. Yeah, all right. Um so, so things I, I I haven't practiced vocals in a long time, but but I'll give it a, a try. Uh, so, um, so 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 yeah, okay. So um um there's the this song by um, John Denver which I would, which I would like to sing. Uh, can you hear? Hi. Yes. Yes, I can hear. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All my bags are packed. I'm ready to go. I'm standing here outside your door. I hate to wake you up to say goodbye. The dawn is breaking, surly moan. The taxes waiting's blowing home. Already I feel so lonesome I could die. So kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you wait for me. Hold me like you'll never let me go. Cause I'm leaving on a jet plane Don't know when I'll be back again Oh babe, I hate to go There's so many times I've let you down So many times I've played around I tell you now, they don't mean a thing Every place I go, I'll think of you. Every song I sing, I'll sing for you. When I come back, I'll bring you a wedding ring. So kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you wait for me. Hold me like you'll never let me go. Cause I'm leaving on a jet plane Don't know when I'll be back again Oh babe, I hate to go Cause I'm leaving on a jet plane Don't know when I'll be back again Oh babe, I hate to go Thank you. Wow. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. What a treat. Um, thank you so much for doing that. And um, people can also um, hope it's okay. I mentioned this. You have covers on your, like on YouTube, and you cover you yes, yes. two and yes. all sorts of people. And I heard another cover, um, like, is it from a traditional Indian song? Or I, I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you yeah. you do other covers too. So, yeah. you just your voice is incredible. So just what a, what an incredible combination um, to be able to sing and also oh, thank you very much. 
composed. So thank you so much. Um, well, yep. I just wanted to thank you so much, um, Sonaljit, for sharing your gifts with us tonight. And if um, people wanted to buy your albums, where would they go? Yep. Oh, sure. So, so the thing is, my album is is currently available on, on a CD, baby. And also, if okay. you search my, my name on iTunes, then also you'll get my album. And, and also, oh, Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Okay, great. Um, so I just wanted to thank you again for being here tonight, and um, I just um, I just wanted to wish you the best on your continuing journey. Um, and oh, on that thank note, <laughs> thank you. It's just been an honor to have you here, and. I know that I've thoroughly enjoyed the show, and I'm, I know that other people will too. And just what a treat to to um, share um, your your album with us, your debut album, and also um, your voice. And um, so we're um, we're going to end the show with the piano solo version of the Road to Limelight, which I think is uh, very fitting. And <laughs> so um, thanks again, and um, I will talk to you later. Um, so everyone, you've been listening to The Wellness Coach on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in, um, and take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.